who lurks unseen in the darkness, who casts no shadow in the daylight, the Razor. Tonight on Tales of the Liberty Flyer, we offer a different kind of story, a tangled yarn of crime and punishment entitled The Razor Against Goldilocks and the Gorilla Gangsters. Not so fast. If that shard leaves, this city is doomed. An evil German scientist with a trio of talking monkey goons has me in a warehouse threatening to destroy the city. Just another Tuesday night. How the hell did I even get here, you might ask? Well, it all started a couple days ago, after my final heist. My, your party is going splendidly. What's it for again, my dear? Charity? <laughs> oh no, fundraiser. My husband's running for governor, you see. But I suppose you might as well call it a charity case. <laughs> oh my, what's that? Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You have feasted well surrounding yourself in a fortress of decadence while the world around you starves. Well, it's time for you to pay your debt to society. So says the Razor! There! I see him! A man in a mask and black coat at the top of the stairs! You may notice some of your possessions are missing. I'll put a stop to this ruffian. He's swinging on the chandelier! No, not the stained glass! <laughs> oh, my beautiful, beautiful house! And my pearl necklace! It's... it's gone! And my purse! And my wallet! My Rolls Royce! If it's any consolation, your husband didn't stand a chance anyway! Oh, this party is a disaster! It was another job well done. Those blue bloods were an easier target than a barn-sized bullseye. And it's all because of my recently acquired ability to phase through solid objects, which was a side effect of stealing something called a zam a zambol zambu something something shard from the Liberty Flyer gang. And that, alongside my invisibility powers, made me unstoppable. I finally became the greatest thief who ever lived. I had since used all my ill-gotten gains to open up and run my own speakeasy. Persephone's is the most happening place in the City of Angels. All the biggest stars come in here. Even spotted Chaplin and Keaton arm wrestling once. And no one knows I'm actually the Razor, world-renowned thief extraordinaire. To them, just good old Ricky Romano, the purveyor of getting people zazzled. Look, everybody, Ricky's back. Good old Rick. Your place has got the best drinks in town. It's practically the only drinks in town. Eh, same difference. <laughs> hey, Rick. Wanna play some dice, old boy? I feel lucky tonight. Commissioner, where's your wedding ring? Pawn shop or divorce? Uh, the former. But if my luck doesn't change soon, the latter. <laughs> well, luck is a fickle mistress, Commissioner. 
Just keep playing. And more importantly, keep drinking. At least booze don't yell at you for screwing up. There you are. Ah, uh, Betsy, how are don't you? Don't Betsy me. What did I do this time? <sighs> you look mad, Betsy. I'll need a drink. What are those? Are those the new weird tales? Your taxes, dummy. Accountant sent them over having conniptions. Can't say I blame him. It's not easy making stolen diamonds and jewelry look legit. Don't forget blackmail. That lady from the last job had skeletons in her closet to fill two graveyards. Wise up, Ricky. Uncle Sam's been bringing people down for this kind of stuff. You know what they say about death and taxes? Well, I already beat one of those. Yeah, and you won't beat taxes. <laughs> anyway, why are you getting so high and mighty, Betsy? How do you think I pay your salary? <laughs> You call that a salary? Well, what do you call it? A pittance. What do you mean? Want to be out on the street? Maybe. I'd probably make more money panhandling. Not sure panhandling is the word for it. Well, in that case, I'd definitely make more money. You want some diamonds? Is, is that it? Uh, would that make you feel better? Diamonds are for wives and mistresses, honey. What's to say you can't be one? Or hell, both. You proposing? Not in a million years. Well, good. Because while other girls were dreaming of wedding bells, I was manning my own lemonade stands and waitressing after school. Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Well, I'm running a thriving business while my sister is married to a lousy drunk. Well, you work for a lousy drunk. Correction, I work with a lousy drunk. Big difference. Well, if it's any consolation, that was my last heist. Paid off the last loan on the place, and the booze is making more money than pulling heist ever did. So That's all well and good, Rick, but Tommy has been late with the shipment. Again. Really? It's been a week. I know. Something doesn't feel right. And the taps are running dry. We have a day, two max, before we lose our business to... No. Before we lose this place to Vicente Fazio. That's so loud. You'll spook the folks downstairs. You're the one who should be spooked, Rick. You know his operation is the biggest in town. And you know the kind of people who work for him. Let's just say they ain't as sweet as me. This doesn't feel right. I'm gonna check on Tommy. Where's that portable radio? In the desk. Don't hurt yourself, Ricky. Tommy's apartment was on the rough side of town. You'd think a booze runner would make a little more cash, but Tommy was always up to his eyeballs in debt. Tommy was a trusted friend, and for him to be gone for a week could, at this point, only mean foul play. The only thing fouler was the rotten smell in his dingy apartment. Something wasn't right. Ah. You find anything yet? Betsy, don't scare me like that. Well, sorry for worrying about you. It won't happen again. So you promise not to startle me? No, I promise not to worry about you. Sure is dark in here. What am I stepping in? Ah! I didn't say nothing. It's, it's, it's a puddle of blood. Tommy's blood. Somebody whacked him. What? Oh my God, Tommy. Animals. Oh, I'm so sorry, Rick. Is there anything else? There's a, a matchbox here on the desk. A note tucked in it, like he was hiding it. Tommy's handwriting. Warn Rick about Goldilocks. Well, you warned me. Goldilocks? What does it mean? I don't know. I'm getting back in the car. It's time the Razor made some house calls.
sorry to hear about the messes, Kamesh. Eh, you know what they say? There's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, but I don't want to marry no fish. Yeah, why not? You already drink like one. <laughs> All right, O'Malley, get out of here. I don't got time for relationship advice. Ah, whatever, Kamesh. <sighs> well, old friend, you never let me down. Oh! Oh my god, the, the razor! I, but how did you- That's not important right now. I just need to know if you have any information on someone by the name of Goldilocks. <sighs> Why do you want to know that? Just tell me! They'll kill me! I'll do worse. Look, I, I thought she was just a rumor, but after seeing you here and hearing news about- Clouds eating airplanes and mummies running around mansions. I I can believe anything at this point. So what have you heard? Not, not much, just that apparently she's working with the Fazio crime family. Fazio, of course. What else? That's, that's all I know, I swear. You're more crooked than a barrel of fish hooks. Look, Fazio's running everything in this town now. The mob, the politicians, even most of my boys in blue. And... Uh, I probably shouldn't even be telling you any of this. Probably not. But judging by that whiskey bottle, I'm sure the old Vicente is used to you turning a blind eye. Listen here, at least I don't- Save it! You better hope you've told me everything. Because if not, I'll be back. And there's nowhere you can hide from the razor! I left the commissioner to stew. I didn't know where Fazio was laying up these days, so it was time for some gumshoe work. I tracked down every thug, stool pigeon, and unrepentant sinner I could think of, and started asking questions. As Rick Romano, or The Razor, where the need arose. Those guys either knew nothing, or were too scared to tell me. But it didn't matter, when you go around asking questions about Vicente Fazio, sooner or later, Hey, Ricky. We hear you're taking an interest in the boss. So the boss has taken an interest in you. Can it wait? I got a schedule to keep. Oh, I think your schedule just opened up. Get in. All right, no reason we can't be civil. Oh, yeah, we'll be real civil-like. I knew going with these goons was dangerous, but it was the only way to get closer to Fazio and this Goldilocks. I kept my eyes on the gun and my hand on the shard the whole ride. If things went sideways, I'd be ready to bolt. Will the Razor's daring plan succeed? Stay tuned and find out. But first, a message for our younger listeners. Who knows what lies hidden at the bottom of a box of delicious sugar crunch? The Razor knows. Each box of sugar crunch comes with your very own X-ray glasses. Officially signed and approved by me, the Razor. Nothing is invisible to you with your very own Sugar Crunch X-ray glasses. But hurry, they'll be vanishing soon. <laughs> we now return to our chilling tale. No, 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 stop, stop. You broads are gonna give me a damn aneurysm. 
These mooks don't just come for the booze, they come for a show. <sighs> okay, now let's take it like this. Step, one, two, and then turn. One, two, then step, one, two. You all look like a bunch of hens with your heads cut off up there. All right, let's do it again, ladies, from the top. Hey, boss, look who we got. It's that Rick fella. Ah, good work, boys. Everyone keep practicing while I have a business meeting. Now, frisk him. He's got nothing on him except this uh, shiny rock. Ah, that'll make a nice present for my daughter. Consultation fee, you see. Getting out of here was going to be a bit more complicated than I thought. Now, how's about we take this meeting somewhere more private? You do all your business in the basement, Fazio? Only the kind that gets messy. Oh, there's no need for that. Long as you tell me what you know about Goldilocks. Ha! You got brass, Ricky. But I'm the one asking the questions. Skips, Vern, you go back up and keep an eye on things upstairs. You got it, boss. What about that big guy? He's one of the three bears. He doesn't look happy. Was his porridge too hot this morning? He's my bodyguard. I don't do nothing unless my bodyguard says it's safe, you see? Well, what does your babysitter think of me? He thinks you've been snooping around town about me, Rick. And he don't like it. How much do you know? Just that you murdered Tommy. Tommy who? Oh, you mean that old drunk at the docks. I heard he was your supplier, Rick. Shame. To know how your business is going to survive without him. Or without you, for that matter. Boss? I told you to wait upstairs. But there's a telephone for you, boss. It's a... It's the missus. Ah, I'll be right up. Papa Bear, see if you can't loosen our guest up while I'm gone. <laughs> you better start talking or I'm going to open you up. You know what would make that easier? A razor blade! What? How did you cut the ropes? I always have a razor hidden up my sleeves. Where did you go? You can pound on that chair all you want, Papa Bear. I'm nowhere and everywhere. The bigger they are, but wait, wait a minute. This guy's no bear. He's a gorilla straight out of the zoo. What are we talking about to talk? I don't know the time to worry about it now. I've got to get my shard back and get out of here. That's the office. How am I going to get in there without that shard? Boss! 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 Here comes my chance. Boss! Boss! What? Can't you see I'm having a convert? Ricky's escaped, boss! What? How the... Just find him, you mooks! Right away, boss. What is this? Nothing, Dr. Wagner. We got Rick handled. He'll be sleeping with the fishes by morning. Whatever's left of him. I hope so. For your sake. The Baron has no patience for incompetence. You whacking that booze runner complicated things for me. When Rick is dead, bring all of his possessions to the warehouse. All of them. Take care of this, or we will take care of you. A warehouse. No respect at all. These Iron Storm mugs are more trouble than the... Wait, where'd that rock go? Who's in here? Just you and your conscience, Vicente. Your guilty conscience! <laughs> the razor! 
What have I got myself into? I'd barely escaped Fazio's hideout, and I only had more questions than when I got there. At last, I knew who killed Tommy and where to find them. I'd swiped Fazio's manifest on my way out. I was ready to head down there for some old-fashioned revenge, but I had to make a call first. Hello? Betsy, listen to me. Send everyone home and lock up the bar. It's not safe. What have you gotten us into, Rick? I'll explain everything. Just meet me at the docks. Look for warehouse number 15. Make sure you're not followed. I knew Fazio's goons would be out looking for me, and the Iron Storm with them. But I had to know why they wanted me dead. The manifest also showed that Fazio's booze came from warehouse 15. If I was going to waltz into the mouth of hell, I was going to come out on top. This is the place. We can't risk you being caught. Hold my hand, and I can make you invisible like me. All right, but don't be getting used to it. All right, we're in. Seems no one's home. What's the deal with this place? It looks like Frankenstein's lab. I thought this was a boo stash. So did I. Something fishy going on here. There's a truck full of barrels. Betcha they got enough hooch in there to keep Persephone's open for months. All right, take the truck and get the stuff to our place. I'm going to snoop around a little bit, find out what I can, and take the shard too. You'll be able to get away from anybody. But won't you be needing it? No, I will. You must be Goldilocks. Yes, Dr. Ingrid Wagner, formerly. And you must be the Razor. Hmm, shorter than I imagined. That's the one that hit me. Betsy, take the shard and go! Not so fast. If that shard leaves, this city is doomed. What are you saying? Behold, this contraption is an advanced model of the Iron Storm's infamous weather control device. If I flip this switch, Los Angeles will be the next Atlantis, buried under a mile of water, a deluge to rival that of Genesis itself. Don't think the boss got flood insurance. All right, what do you want? The shard, of course. You can have it. It's more trouble than it's worth. Rick, you're gonna let this wacko science lady have your breadwinner? Can't serve booze underwater. A sensible decision. Hand it over. Fine, you vulture. Here. Now that you've got it, we'll just show ourselves out. Not so fast. You don't honestly think the Iron Storm has no interest in the world's only invisible man, do you? No, my friend. I'm afraid you will be staying with us. Gee, thanks for the hospitality. Your invisibility is special. There is no record of it in Zambulan mythos. How did you come by this power? Drop dead. No matter. We can easily find out with some experiments. Once we devise the secrets of your innate power... Wait a second. I still have the matches from Tommy's place. Betsy... Take this razor blade. When I give the word, run over there and cut the truck's gas line. You got it, Ricky. And the best part? No one will ever be able to replicate our success. Because you, Hellraiser, will be dead. Dead, huh? May as well get to it, then. Betsy, now! What are you doing? Stop this foolishness at once! How do you like these apples? What did that accomplish besides destroying your only way out? Just this. Where did you get that? 
Courtesy of Tommy. The booze! It lit up! The place is gonna burn down! We're gonna cook in here! My machine is destroyed! Fools! All you've done is trapped yourselves in a burning building! I have the shard! Only I can escape! What is it now? Smoke the apes, boys. <laughs> now let's make monkeys out of them. Betsy, duck! Insolent thug! You will regret this betrayal! Did I tell you to stop shooting? Get her too! Fool! I have the shard! I am impermeable! Then I suggest you take it and get out of my city. The Baron will hear of this. Yeah? Scram. We'll be back for you, Vic. We'll be back. They punched a hole in the wall. We gotta get out before the building collapses. And look, it stopped raining. Guess we saved the city. Fazio, you saved us. But why? I put two and two together, Ricky. Or should I say, Razor? I figured if anyone could get the upper hand on Goldilocks, it'd be a man of your talents. I appreciate you helping me with this little business matter. In exchange, I may be willing to overlook some things. And I'll keep your little secret. Keep it right in my back pocket. Okay, I get it, Machente. You know where to find me. That I do, Rick. And don't you forget it. Oh, and I expect 10% of your take. What? 5%. 7. 6. 7, and I forget you burned a month's supply of my hooch. Hmm. Deal. (laughs) Pleasure doing business with yous. I stand at your gate And the song that I sing is of moonlight Hey, everybody, three cheers for Ricky, the founder of the feast! Slow down a bit, Kamish. Your wife only just forgave you. <laughs> uh, you're good looking out for me, Rick. Figures are looking great, Ricky. Good. After all this, I think I'm gonna hang up the razor for a while. Thinking about settling down, huh? No way. Hey, what do you suppose the Iron Storm's gonna do with that rock of yours? I don't know. And frankly, I hope I never find out. I present to you the Zambulan Shard of Incorporeality. Excellent. The final piece of the Zambulan Orb. You have done well, Ingrid. The Razor escaped my clutches. Shall we destroy the city? No. Why risk killing him when we could simply track him down later? Besides, we have more pressing matters. Make yourself comfortable, Ingrid. It's a long voyage to Zedaga. This concludes our thrilling tale. Next time, we will resume the story of the Liberty Flyer crew in their desperate struggle to stop the Red Baron. 
The Razor Against Goldilocks and the Gorilla Gangsters was written by Damien Damaski with Drew Franzblau and Chris Nebergall. The players were Sandy Stoltz as Rick the Razor Romano, Julianne Ruck as Betsy, David King as Vicente Fazio, Rissy Dollins as Dr. Ingrid Wagner, Aaron Warner as the Commissioner, Josh Pinkowski and Chris Nebergall as Skips and Vern, Audrey Weaver, Kelsey Osborne, and Tom Pugh as the partygoers, Melissa Sackerson and Julianne Ruck as the speakeasy singers. The music is by Bobby Brader, with additional music by Kevin McLeod via the Free Music Archive. Tales of the Liberty Flyer is created by Chris Nebergall and Drew Franzblau. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep your eye on... There's that noise again. Cut, cut, there's that noise again. Do you hear that? You're hearing that? What, What is that? Good evening. Are you feeling peckish this midnight? Then sate your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara Show is here for you, intrepid listener. We sample only the finest in stories of the sinister, the macabre, the terrifying, and the mysterious, and present them for you as audio dramas, fully cast and adapted. Tune in as Midnight Marinera sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appétit. <laughs> oh, I... It's gone. Okay. Y- you hearing me? Yep. Okay, we're back. Good. <clears throat> That's weird. Thanks for listening, and keep your eye on the skies for the Liberty Flyer. <laughs>